Thanks for checking out our weekly Sunday message from Carrollton UMC. We pray that God will use this to speak to you and help you grow in faith. We invite you to join us this Sunday at our 10.30 a.m. one-hour service, in person at our location in Uptown New Orleans, or live online on our YouTube channel or Facebook page. To learn more about Carrollton, please visit us at carrolltonumc.com. We hope you enjoy this message. You're looking at that and thinking, didn't we just have an In God We Trust sermon like, like July 4th? And I would say you would be correct. But today's sermon is altogether different. Although I will tell you that the title for the sermon and the, and the theme of the sermon was sparked for me by a trip to Washington, D.C. this week. I didn't visit Washington, D.C. as a kid, but I've been a few times as an adult. And Washington really does, it hits you. I mean, it is everything federal and national in this country, government buildings, one after another, big marble columns, granite everywhere. And replete in that setting is the official motto of the United States of America, in God we trust. And so in keeping with our theme, on our sermon theme right now, on practical applications of our faith, being in Washington made me think about this. Is it practical for us to trust in God? Of course, instinctively, or almost instinctively, at least for us who believe in God, we say, of course it's practical to believe in God, because the alternative is you would place your trust in something else, and what could be better than God? Well, for most people who are not trusting in God, they place their trust in humankind, and more often than not, they simply place them trust in themselves. But I mean, isn't that what we were being taught or thought we were being taught in school when we read Self-Reliance by Ralph Waldo Emerson. I guess it depends how deeply you were digging into the text when you first read that, maybe in high school, but I remember being impressed with the idea. I said, wow, I never thought about being self-reliant. I'm growing up as a kid in a family. I'm relying on my family and my school. I need to look into this self-reliance thing. So many of us embarked on this new world of individualism where we looked inward instead of outward. And yet scholars and critics who read Emerson don't feel that Emerson was proposing some sort of insular, self-reliant existence. Rather, they contend Emerson thought that the individual is not expected to endure life alone and that achieving self-reliance came with the understanding that we are surrounded by helps and aids and of all kinds supporting us and sustaining us, journeying all along with us. And although it's never stated exactly in Emerson's uh, essay, scholars say that Emerson's self-reliance essay has religious influences that are tied into the values and beliefs that are presented in the writing. And that Emerson believed that the universe is not complete without the spirit. That without true spirituality, not fake spirituality, but true spirituality, society and the universe are a sad, hopeless, and largely meaningless place. And also that Emerson believed that individuals are intimately connected to that which is greater than the self alone. This speaks to me 
of an independence which has a deep spiritual connectedness to a higher being. And that higher being is God. Yet we know so many people, including people who are close to us, who took this independence thing completely in-house, who decided it was on themselves and themselves alone to make this life thing work for them or die trying. So here's a question. Do you place your trust in man rather than in God? Perhaps that question's a little more easy to answer if you look around you. Talk to friends and family members who are, uh, have messy situations in their lives. And more often than not, when you find those who are frazzled and anxious and worried, you will also find, after you've listened to them, that a lot of their dependence is mainly on man and not on God to solve their problems. And if you see in that a reflection of yourself, you will begin to recognize where and how you are dependent upon man and not on God. This is not trivial. This is serious stuff. Our scripture today tells us not that it's not good to rely on man. He says a curse comes from trusting humankind over God. The scripture says we are stunted, we are in a desert, we are lacking hope, we are barren, we're in the uninhabited wilderness. But if you rely on God, it says there is a blessing, hope, confidence, deep roots, an existence which does not suffer from emotional heat or drought, which is evergreen and fruit producing. Trusting in God is a serious issue in the scriptures and therefore it's a serious issue for God. The prophet Isaiah reminds us in Isaiah 2, verse 22, he says, Stop trusting in mere humans who have but a breath in their nostrils. Why hold them in esteem? Isaiah is saying, here today, gone tomorrow, whereas God is eternal. Now, I will say, it certainly comes across as potentially easier to look first to ourselves and to other people instead of God for our strength and our help. And a lot of people may say, no, I'm not just looking for the easy way out. I'm just trying to cover all the bases. However, inherently, we know this is an either-or proposition. Much in the manner that Scripture tells us that no one can love both God and money, you cannot put your principal focus for support and approval in humans and in God at the same time. According to the scripture regarding money, you will always favor one over the other. Thus, if you always focus on yourself and on other people for your sense of worth and your means of surviving in this world, you will never hold God's involvement in your life in high regard. So then we say, well, look, I'm going to get to this focus on God and this relying on God in due time, in the long term, presupposing that we have an unlimited period of time to live, yet none of us has any idea how many days we have left on this earth. Psalm 90 tells us, teach us, Lord, to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. A heart of wisdom brings you closer to that which is eternal a heart of wisdom brings you closer to God. 
King David channeled today's theme. He wrote in Psalms, he says, don't t- trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no salvation. I lift my eyes up to the hills, he says. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. The scripture we reread at the outset from Jeremiah is not some guy or even some prophet warning us. It is God speaking. The scripture says, thus says the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in mankind and makes flesh his strength and whose heart turns away from the Lord. Trust is a serious issue for God. Trust in God is confident expectation in God and a strong belief in God's integrity. You know, we discussed last week in our sermon regarding the practicality of prayer that there will be some times when it seems God doesn't answer specific prayers. For some, this causes them to lose trust. Some people give up their faith entirely when that happens. We fall into that trap when we lack gratitude for the fact that God has given us life at all and lack the understanding that our relationship with God is a two-way street, a back-and-forth conversation and not a relationship where we just ask for stuff and unquestionably expect for it to be granted to us and arrive. Now, we're at the point in this message today where my wife Liz, who couldn't be here today, would say, You can't just tell people to trust Jesus, to trust God. You've got to give us a little guidance here. So here are six practical ways that you can trust God first and rely upon him in your everyday life. Number one, seek truth in Scripture. Read the Bible. The Bible records ways that God has been trustworthy in the past. It reminds you of God's trustworthiness, whatever your circumstances may be. Number two, confess your unbelief, not just to yourself, but to Jesus, to God. You can tell God how you feel. You can let God know in what areas of your life you're struggling to fully trust him. Confession helps us humble ourselves so that we can trust at all. Share your concerns with your community, your church community. When when you're struggling, find someone out there who you know is pursuing a relationship with with God and who understands the scripture and the word, and you can bring your problems to those persons and discuss them. Fourthly, spend time with God. Spend time in prayer acknowledging who God is. Fifth, find things to be grateful for. Difficult circumstances, we talk about them all the time here in the service, They can be all-consuming at times. It can be difficult for us to see past those circumstances, to see the good things going on, but God's grace is in all things. And you're waking up in a sunny day, in a call from a friend. God is in all of it. Giving thanks fights the lie that everything going on is terrible. Even in tragic circumstances, there will be light and grace if you look for it. And finally, wait on God. Sometimes what we need to do is just wait on God and his timing to do the things that we ourselves cannot do. If God seems to be silent, remember his promises that he is always hearing your prayers and responds in his way, in his time. 
Our God is completely trustworthy, but he doesn't ask you to trust him blindly. God wants you to learn to trust him as you get to know him. And then the closer you get to God, you will learn that unlike humankind, God will not change. God will not lie. God will not fail. God is faithful. God is a finisher. God is omniscient. God will never betray our confidence. And God will never forget his promise. Let us pray. Lord, so often we give in to distraction that pull us away from you. And when we do that, Lord, and lose our focus, Lord, we lose our trust in you as well, our reliance upon you. Lord, help our every, wake, every waking moment of our day to be one in which we acknowledge your presence, your supremacy, your holiness, and the fact that everything we have is yours and is a gift from you, Lord. Help us to be grateful, loving, focused, caring Christians who put our trust in you, Lord. In God, we trust. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.